This is what you want. This is what you get. This is what you want. This is what you get. Greetings from the humongous. The Lord humongous. The warrior of the wasteland. The Ayatollah of Rocket Roller. 800 million people living in the ruin of the old world. People. Soil and green is made out of people. Listen on. This is the truth of it. Fighting leads to killing. And killing gets to warring. And that was damn near the death of us all. Look at us now. Busted up and everyone talking about hard rain. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, dying times here. Week 62, 8 hours 45 minutes to doomsday. So Babs, what have we learned so far? Based on the last few weeks, I can say that humans are obsessed with breeding. Crazy is a default setting for any type of creature brought to life by science alone. And, that you would still stand a better chance with something out of Frogtown than finding a human woman willing to engage in intercourse with you for the purposes of creating life. Alright, so we know that obviously trying to wrap a grow one in some sort of sea monkey jar doesn't work. Have you got anything a bit more up to date? Maybe, I don't know, something about surrogates or something like that? You really are willing to spray your biological material into pretty much anything, aren't you? I will review the archives to find something that matches your chances of finding an appropriate match. That sounds good. Chuck it on. Far below the surface of a sub-zero planet, hidden in the freezing mists, something is watching. Something is waiting, breathing quietly in the dark, biding its time until the right human comes along. And then, then it will strike. Not just to kill, but to do something far, far worse. Soon she's going to be a mother. And there might not be anyone left alive to witness the event. Which will be a pity, because it promises to be a very, very unusual birth. Oh, <laughs> 
Somewhere in the depths of space, a horrific nightmare is about to become a reality. In Seminoid, a far from human birth. Cover details 1981's In Seminoid. Runtime of 1 hour and 33 minutes. A crew of interplanetary archaeologists is threatened when an alien creature impregnates one of their members, causing her to turn homicidal and murder them one by one. Directed by Norman J. Warren, best known for 1987's low-budget horror, Bloody New Year, and 1979's space sex comedy, Spaced Out. Starring Robin Clark as Mark, best known for a bunch of TV junk that I've never seen. Jennifer Ashley as Holly, best known for being Grinder in 1983's sexploitation prison movie, Chained Heat. <laughs> Stephanie Beecham as Kate, best known for being Jessica Van Helsing in 1972's Hammer Horror, Dracula AD 72, and as Sable Colby in Dynasty. This movie is also known as Horror Planet. First impressions. And we have another weird in utero style opening. Recorded report exposition solves all the storytelling problems. In a galaxy far, far away, lost planet, blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure how many times I need to say this, but wandering off is a bad idea. Ricky found an exploding cave hole. Oh my. Good job, Gary. In space, bras are optional. Boobies! Kate, the space documenter, is a sexy, sexy investigator. Two people who love each other in a space drama spells imminent death. Space sex requires you to stand up naked and rub each other while embracing. Porn is different from sex in real life. Let's find out how. Oh yeah. 
And Ricky has space madness. The rigors of space travel have somehow twisted his mind. He's gone crazy. He's got the space madness. What I learned watching this movie. For the record, kids, it's almost impossible to cut off your own leg with a hedge trimmer. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Gale chose badly. Look out! Rubber monsters are going to spill red sauce all over you. science guy likes to give green injections. Sandy is chock full of space sprogs. <coughs> In space, everyone wears white tank tops and panties. Sandy is looking to crack a cold one. Even to a guy like me, that's cold. Never trust a crying woman who is carrying alien babies. Sandy wants everyone to come out of hiding. And, much like everyone else, I watched this movie because of the scene on the poster that never happens. And now for something completely different. This'll keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing... All the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Questions I asked myself after watching this movie. Could these space explorers sound any more bored? How do you know they're on an alien planet? They used a red filter. Yeah, I, I saw a little bit of that and I was like, that looks pretty satisfying. Whatever happened to underlit examination tables? Oh, I like when the sex vlog blows me, blows in, blows in. How do you use computers with random colored blocks for controls? Why do they have a hedge trimmer on a planet of desert and rock? I didn't actually think about that. Who knew rubber monster aliens have transparent insemination tubes? Obviously, I've been doing sex wrong. How did Sandy gut Barbara like a fish in the shower and there was no nudity? 
Yeah, well, I mean, she kind of she made me wet my pants in my living room. I was watching it, and but you know we're not going to get into that. That's that's personal. What happened to the space crystal storyline? If Sandy was in so much pain, how did she have the forethought to take off her pants before giving birth? Women love to play mind games. And why do all space pilots wear cowboy hats? thoughts. Sandy's giving birth face would fit perfectly into porn. As for arousal, real people need 10 to 12 minutes to get going, while porn stars giving birth to huge alien babies has no ill effects on your health apparently. Sandy is bad at protecting her space sprogs. Mark stole Sandy's glove puppet babies. Sandy has a face that could stop a train, or at least an ore cart. Hopeful. Mark has to choke a bitch. They tried to make me go to rehab, I said no, no, no. Glove puppet aliens like the taste of Sharon. I see you, baby. Follow-up crew finding the previous crew dead trope. The records have been destroyed. Shock. And always remember to check your ship for alien glove puppet stowaways. Babs, I, I didn't learn anything from this. Can can you tell me anything that was useful in this movie? Humans seem highly inclined to crossbreed with almost any type of biological creature. And more importantly, aliens seem just as inclined as human males to stick their genital probes into pretty much any orifice they can get access to. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I'll, uh, I'll keep that in mind the next time I'm shopping for alien love creatures. Yeah to Witch versus the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Witch versus the Doomsday Clock. The replicant known as Witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous, Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.